Valentino by 24K Golden. And apparently this fool is going to USC right now. So what's up with that? Uh, that's kind of dope. Anywho, this your boy. The man with the plan. Dizuda Zapata himself. The Joint Chiefer of Staff. It's your dude. Mario Caballero. In the place to be. And this is the Puro Caballero Show. Episode number 49. Moving on up. And uh, right in front of our redesign and all that stuff coming through. And it's been a few weeks, man. How's it going? Uh, Got to check back in with you guys. It's been too damn long. Tons of shit's been happening. And yeah. Uh, I guess we can just get kind of right into it. Um, yeah, a lot of MMA news been going on. Or I guess, nah, I was first thought I'd talk about my little personal shit, I guess. Um, yeah, I've been hitting up a lot of open mics around town, which has been dope. Um, went to one last night, was just a struggle. But, uh, just gotta push through it. Learn from it. Learn from the mistakes, cause, uh, they messed up a little bit here and there. But it's all good, it's all good. It's like I'll have a bit, and then there'll be, like, seven points to it, and I'll hit maybe five of them. And so, like, it, yeah, you try to get to a punchline, it don't make sense, quite the sense or whatever. Or the punchline is just not strong enough. So, yeah, got to figure that out. Um, but, yeah, I met some cool people. Uh, on Thursday and Friday, it was a lot better. Met some people downtown, had a good time. And you know, I was thinking about doing one today, but kind of got lazy. And wanted to do this, plus going to be busy later tonight because I'm going to try to get myself into this uh, Kings versus Lakers game going down to the Staples Center. I'm uh, going to try to grab me a uh, last-minute ticket or 
Wait till the game starts, see when the prices start dropping, see if we can just sneak in there real quick, just grab a few beers. Uh, you know, a few blocks away or something, maybe just right there at LA Live. Maybe hit up Yard House for a sec, meet up some homies, I don't know, figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, besides that, yeah, yesterday I just went on a couple hikes, which was cool. Hit the Culver Stairs in the morning with uh, the homie Frank and then... Met my little sister Marissa out in uh, like Altadena area. It's like Eaton Canyon. Got a little uh, waterfall thing, which was cool. Got to walk on uh, on some rocks to cross over this little little stream. My foot slipped like two or three times, and it was always my right foot. So that shit ended up being like my sock was all soggy, which is not fun. But uh, it was a cool little thing. Just get up and out and moving. And, yeah, then did a little, little set. And then, actually, it was like a 20-minute one. So that's why I was, like, uncomfortable a bit. Because I didn't have that much uh, material and time put together that could, like, be consistent from what I found. So, uh, yeah. It wasn't the best environment, like I said. There's some people who were just like, and it was like the the end of, end of it. So it was a, uh, a struggle. But you know what? Like I said, gotta learn from it. Play play to the crowd. Do all that stuff. Um, let me. What I was gonna say. Um, yeah, went to the clown house. That one was that was interesting. And uh, where was I the night before? Oh, I just went back to the um, fourth wall. It's a pretty chill one. I'm going to start just recording the sets when I go and just putting it on IG Live and just saying, fuck it. And uh, that way I can, like, go back, look at it, and actually see where I'm I'm doing good, see where I'm not doing good. And just, just make it public because I was talking to Alan before, and it's... Uh, I don't know if that's something I've ever seen from people who do comedy. It's just them working through sets and materials so people could see, like, the behind-the-scenes process a little bit. I think I might try to experiment with that to see see how that goes. And, uh, yeah. That might be interesting. The um, I was talking to him, and he was saying, like, yeah, man, a lot of DJs end up doing that. It's like we're just at home practicing sets and stuff. They'll uh, they'll put themselves on IG Live, just chill, talk to the folks. I say fuck it, why not? It'll only be a few minutes, and then it'll just be up on my story. So that could be something uh, to look forward to. Once again, you could follow me and all my, sh- all my shenanigans on IG and on Twitter at Puro Caballero. Um, P U R O C A B A L L E R O. Or you can go. All right. Yeah, man. And then uh, work during the week was cool. Uh, NCAA tournament's going on right now. I wasn't planning on filling out these brackets. And uh, eventually got kind of suckered in because there was two of them for my work. So I was like, man, screw it. So I just did them like on Monday. And then did another one for like Yahoo just because it was like a million dollars if uh, for whoever's the best. So you might as well try because it's always a crapshoot. Nobody knows. Nobody watches enough basketball to know about all 64 teams. That's why it's, like, so impossible. 
Like I, back in the day, I used to watch so much basketball, like like ad nauseum, like all day from like every free time, every moment of free time that I had in my day, it was just like dedicated to like watching sports and basketball in particular and like depending on the time of the year. But like throughout the college basketball season, I would watch like the, the, the tournaments at the beginning of the year all the way into like the, the marquee matchups or whoever was on TV um, before conferences into the conference, like the weekly conference matchups, like in the Big 12, ACC that would be played. Uh, CBS had a lot of Big 10 games, things of that nature, you know. Uh, Pac-12 games on uh, ABC back in the day. So they all had, uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of games on. So we just be catching those all the time. All the way into the conference games, the conference tournament games. I'd be watching the mid-majors, watch all those championship games, like at least one game, maybe two games in a tournament if there's a, an interesting team or two. Um, yeah, man. And then... All the local squads out in the West Coast, they always had a lot of games on. WCC, the WAC Conference, Big West, Mountain West, all those conferences and stuff. Yeah. We watch a lot of those ones. And it's, uh, yeah, we'd see, like, local players and people we'd see in, like, high school and stuff out there playing. Oh, man. Right now Duke's playing UCF. Taco Fall just got a nasty LU. Duke was, uh made a 12-2 run just to take a lead right before halftime, but they were struggling. UCF was playing well. Uh, but, yeah, man, and even back in the day, I, like, did all that, and I had uh, I had somewhat of an idea of, like, what was going on. It's still a crapshoot because you don't know how the, these players are going to react to the environment or what the hell is going to happen. It's just, like, yeah, the craziest thing. These tournaments are uh, insane. You could have, like, the best game, and then the next game you can just, like, look like a shell of yourself. And it's just all about matchups, and it's just like, I don't know, college basketball is just so, uh, like, the amount of talent is just, like, so spread out there, I guess. It's just it's difficult to, you know, know who's for real, who's hot, who's cold, and all that stuff, who's hype, or who could really ball. Um, even the players who really can ball, it's like, they might not be just on their game or whatever. It's just, uh, I don't know, college basketball and the, the structure and, like, the the coaching style and and all that, it's just, uh, it's still basketball, but it's just, like, I don't know, it feels, feels weird. It's just in comparison to the NBA game because they feel, they feel so different, and I feel like college basketball is starting to try to change things a little bit. They moved up the shot clock. They've been, I think, freeing up offensive players. It used to be a lot more physical from what I've seen recently in, in recent years. So um, they moved the three-point line back a little bit, which uh, makes it a little bit more even. Bang, three-pointer for UCF. Oh, shit. Got it to three. Um, but, yeah, there's differences in the game. It's kind of kind of apparent there. The tournament was always fun, though, just because of the unpredictability. And I remember one year, the, the best year I ever had, like uh, filling out a bracket, was like the probably the second year I ever did it. <laughs> I was like probably in like seventh grade or something like that. It was when uh, University of Florida Taco Fall, another gym. Uh, using University of Florida, like one went back to back. So it was the second time they won. 
had to watch a lot of basketball that year. And they uh, that season I had like 14 out of the Sweet 16 correctly, correct, pick correct. Uh, I had seven out of the eight Elite Eight. I had three out of the four Final Fours. And, and I had the champion correct. So I had the final matchup half right. But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, for sure. Eventually, I'm going to get one of these. And, nope, never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, you can still win the, like, the pool you're in, for sure. But it's always a, it's always a crapshoot. It's just crazy. Um, oh man, sorry, I got some shit on my IG. What are we talking about? What are we talking about, man? UFC news, man. It's uh, some craziness, man. Last night, Wonderboy Thompson got knocked the fuck out by Anthony Pettis. I saw that uh, highlight punch. That was crazy. Wonderboy, man, I don't know where he's at now. He's uh, taking some losses, and he was coming back for it. And if he would have got that victory, that would have. I put him on a track to maybe contend with Usman or something or be uh you know one of those guys that's up there next in line I still think it's crazy that Usman's got the belt man freaking uh Tyron Yeah but uh I don't even know if we actually talked about that matchup Uh let's see let me look this up uh, UFC two thirty. Yeah, was it UFC two thirty five? Have we talked about that? Is that when that happened? Yeah, man, John Jones dominated uh, Anthony Smith over five rounds. Smith, to his credit, kept it in there, man. He was fucking tough as nails. But John Jones is on that next level, man. He's, uh, I think, the GOAT. And far, as far as, like, who he's beaten, when he's beaten them in their careers, how handedly he's done it, his, uh, his next uh, legacy move is just to go up to heavyweight. And I don't know if that's going to happen before DC retires or not. But them two are always going to be linked. So it's just, that is what it is. I mean, in the, in the co-main event, we had Usman versus Woodley, and that was uh, kind of an ass-beating by Usman, man. Woodley just looked he looks hesitant, didn't seem like he was as in shape as he has been in the past. I don't know if that was because of Usman's presence, because he was, uh, I don't know, Usman just looked killer out there. And apparently he was dealing with a bunch of injuries <laughs> coming into the fight, from what he said. Uh, I think on the Rogan podcast. But that dude's a beast. His wrestling's incredible. And uh, dude can strike now with anyone. Ooh, boy. Um, Tough break for Taco Fall here. Duke's team is crazy athletic. It's It's like on another level versus everybody. They're just, like, bigger, jump higher, and all that shit than, like, a lot of teams. It's crazy. 
Mm. Iron Lion Zion. Um, yeah, man, that was a hell of a freaking uh, performance by Usman there. So he's a champion now. I don't know who's going to fight there in that welterweight division. Um, they got some killers coming up. I think they have the, the fight set. I'm not quite sure. Let's see. Come on. Usman. Let's see what's in the news with you, Us. I think he wants Covington next. Okay. Looks like that's what's, that's what it's going to be. That's what I'm talking about. That's the matchup I'm trying to see. Kamarudin, Kamaru Usman. Yeah, man. That's going to be interesting to see. I want to see that matchup. That's going to be a good one. Kobe Tins is an ultimate shit talker, and I know they've been going back and forth with each other for a while. All right, let's see. We also had Ben Askren over Robbie Lawler. That was a fucking crazy one. Lawler was beating the shit out of, of uh, Askren. Askren had, like, was just taking punches to the face. And he just looked super slow out there, and that was crazy. We're like, oh, man, what's going to happen? And then Askren freaking, you know, starts wrestling with him, grabs him uh, up against the fence, eventually gets him on the ground. Gets a bulldog choke kind of on him, just like right over the face. And Lawler, like, looked like he was out for a second. It really did. Ooh. He's uh, kind of had a, he had like, a, he was like on his knees with like one hand on the ground, left hand like kind of like positioned up on the fence. And as uh, Askren, who was like kind of towards the right of him and on his back, as he was like trying to sink the choke in, he didn't have his neck. He had it over his chin, but he could still fuck somebody up that way. He uh, was like sinking in the choke as he was getting uh, getting tighter and tighter. We saw Lawler's hand fall down onto the onto the mat, like just kind of limply, like he was just like had gone out. And I thought he had went out at that point. I was screaming it at the TV, and two seconds later. They called the fight, and immediately as they called the fight, Lawler gets up and, like, is, like, conscious. I think he might have gone out for a second, regardless of what happened, because it was crazy. Damn, Zion hit a wide-open three, eight-point game now for Duke. But uh, very controversial, um, very close victory. A lot of people say it was called early, but it's just... uh, it's difficult as a ref. That's your job is to be in there and protect the, the players in certain situations. So, um, yeah, man, I thought that might happen there. We also had uh, Weili Zhang versus Tisha Torres. She got the decision. Um, I think she outstruck struck her from our, my memory of that fight. And then Pedro Munoz against Cody Garbrandt was freaking fireworks. My goodness, that was a crazy, crazy crazy finish where Garbrandt knocked down Munoz or knocked him down he was stunned didn't know what the hell was going on and Cody tried to go for the kill like immediately went to go jump on him and Munoz ended up landing and catching him and uh, knocking the crap out of him 
freaking crazy. Apparently he got suspended for jumping out of the cage, but uh, who gives a shit, really? Who really gives a shit? I'm going to watch this highlight because I want to see this damn knockout again. Crazy. Crazy. Let's see if we can find it. Adrian Munoz Garbrandt. There we go. Excuse me. Yeah, Diego Sanchez knocked the shit out of Darren Till. Beat the crap out of him. <coughs> Not Darren Till. Fucking, um... Oh, God. Uh, freaking... Mickey, uh... Mickey Gall. Beat the crap out of Gall. Oof. Johnny Walker, too. Johnny Walker. This dude, I think, hurt himself in the celebration. And Zabit got the win over Stevens. He was more technical. We can fight Nate Lincoln. That's what he looks like. It was a pretty even fight, though. Douche. It's kind of a slugfest. I'm watching this one right now. Oh, my goodness. In slow motion replays. <clears throat> Bam. There we go. Munoz versus Garbrandt. Garbrandt hit him a couple times really, 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 really hard. Munoz hit some kicks, had some knees. Here we go. Boom. Boom. These dudes were throwing haymakers, my goodness. And the Askin Lawler fight. Mmm. Douche, I forgot about this this moment where Lawler slammed Askin on his head and immediately started pounding on him. It did not look good. Douche, need him? Oh my goodness. How did it finish like that? That was crazy. Alright. I want to see this knockout. Come on. Show it to me, damn it. Oh, this is some janky-ass highlights. What the fuck? God damn it. Please tell me there's a better one. Here we go. Ten seconds. That's all I need. Bam. Souls were throwing so hard. Yeah, man. Cody just kept opening up and just kept throwing, trying to uh, swing on some haymakers and just, uh, yeah, man. Just didn't, didn't work out. Did not work out for him. Did not work out. Oh, man. Let's see what else we got in the UFC. There was also Jorge Masvidal got into a fight and then got into another fight <laughs> after the fight. Freaking crazy. Let's see. 
UFC. Oh yeah, you got Junior Dos Santos now beat Derek Lewis. Um, and oh, my coworker was in Vegas when this happened. He bet money on Nico Price and ended up winning. Let's see. Yeah, Masvidal Oliver Till. That's what happened. And this Leon Edwards dude fought Gunnar Nelson, and he won. And he was backstage after Masvidal uh, was won. And he was walking by. Masvidal doing an interview with Megan O'Leary, and as soon as the interview, or he like stopped the interview. He's like, "All right, give me a second. And he walked over, and looked at him, said some words, and then just started throwing some haymakers. And was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking crazy." And shit just started popping off like immediately after. Bam! And he just threw like a right right hook. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Pretty fucking crazy. And uh, starting a whole bunch of shit. So we'll see if uh, he gets suspended. What's going to happen there? But yeah, and last night, like I said, Pettis over Thompson. Oh, Curtis Blades got a win. Okay. And Luis Pena beat Stephen Peterson. Macy Barber beat AJ, JJ Aldridge. Uh, Jusie Formiga beat Devison Figueiredo. Figueiredo. Yeah. Fights happened. <laughs> Let's see what's the next one. What's coming up? Ooh, Bar- Edson Barbosa is Justin Gaethje. Oh, fuck. This is from Philly? Is that where the Wells Fargo Center is? Oh, no. Yeah, Philly. I was like, wait a minute. Not in L.A. There's a different way the Wells Fargo building. That's a different thing. Let's see here. All right. Yeah, and then we got David Branch, solid fighter. Jack Hermanson. Have I seen? I think I've seen him once. Josh Emmett versus Michael Johnson. Also, some veterans there. Uh, Carolina Kovalkiewicz, Michelle Watterson. Ooh, karate hottie. Uh, I really like how ESPN is like pouring the shit out of these these cards. Just cool. I really do like that. Their promotion machine is just different. It's just completely different. But uh, they did announce that they're going to have all the fights, uh, all the pay-per-view fights on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, so you got to have an ESPN Plus membership, and then you have to pay for the for the pay-per-view. So that's going to be different. They're just going to say, fuck the cable companies. Just going straight to straight to it. Ooh, let's see. In like three or four weeks, we got Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier. Whew. That might be ridiculous. That might be crazy. Ooh, boy. Let's see. We got Gaslam Adesanya. That's going to be ridiculous, too. Oh, and we got some good fights on this one. We got some good fights on this one. I'll take it. That's uh, April 13th. So that's your UFC news right there. Um, oh, yeah, one other thing that, that happened that I uh, 
forgot to mention. Uh, TJ Dillashaw ended up getting suspended for having something in his system. Let me look, take a look. See if I can find the latest on this. TJ Dillashaw. Boom. Uh, yeah, he was a 135-pound champion. Let's see. Four days ago. Damn, was it that long ago? Jesus. Yeah, he had to give up his title, his uh, Bantamweight title. So the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency and New York State Athletic Commission they warned him there was an adverse analytical finding in a drug test. Uh, let's see. One-year suspension, $10,000 fine. Hmm. It's unclear what that really means. It was, uh, it was in the flyweight fight, though, the 125-pound fight, which is crazy. Hmm. That really sucks, man, because he was really promoting the crap out of his his nutritionist, his trainers, his new uh, diet and his whole regime and his whole regimen. He basically moved out to Southern California for it, and if that's what failed him this time around, outside of his performance in the fight because he got stunned and they called it early, but, uh, you know, you got to control what you can control. So who the fuck knows? But that's, uh, if that's going to be it, that's unfortunate for him, man. That's unfortunate, man. That's just a cruel, cruel world. And so it's going to be Marlon Morais is going to be fighting Henry Cejudo. For that belt. They're going to move Cejudo up. And they're probably going to get rid of that 125ers. I think so. Hmm. Yeah, that's going to suck. That sucks for everybody, man. That really does. Yeah, but I guess you just got to move forward. This is the, the route that the... UFC wanted to go. They wanted to, uh, the legitimacy, and that's just gonna it's gonna hurt some of your players. They're gonna be, uh, you know, put under that microscope. And, and it is what it is. All right, let's move on to uh, world football, if you will. The UEFA Champions League uh, has been. Let's see. Uh, pretty fucking good, I will say that. Let's see. Results. Let's see. Champions League. Yeah, there have been a lot of comebacks and upsets. Let's see results. <clears throat> Perfect. Here we go. Let's take a look at these here. All uh, oh, the matchups. Oh yeah. Another big news. Uh Solari is out at Real Madrid. And 
Zinedine Zidane is back. But that only happened after they got eliminated at the Champions League a few weeks ago, which is fucking crazy. So, yeah, this is what happened. Ajax advanced over Madrid, which is insane. Tottenham advanced over Dortmund. Man, you beat PSG when they won 3-1 They uh, at PSG, which is insane. There was a controversial last-second goal in that match that was uh, eventually the, uh, the decider there where... There was a, I can't remember exactly who uh, had that shot, and it was going towards uh, the net. It was Kembepe, uh, one of the defenders, turned his back towards the ball to try to deflect it out of play, and apparently it grazed this, the his tricep area, back of his arm, and eventually went over the bar out of play. They went to VAR, reviewed it, gave the penalty. Rashford comes up and uh, shoots it home. Man, you wins that one, and they advance, which was freaking crazy. It was like an aggregate score of like 3-3, but they won off of way goals. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. So crazy because they were um, – PSG went 2 nothing in Manchester. So, man, you survived that one. Porto knocks over Roma. They win 3-1. And uh, that means a couple uh, Mexicanos kid to keep on playing there. It, uh, uh, Jesus Tecatito Corona. And then um, uh, Hector Herrera. And then I think uh, is uh, Guardado on their team, too? I believe so. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> but yeah, so they advance. That was an upset over Roma. So Portuguese club gets to keep playing. You don't really see them make it this far, or at least at least in recent memory. Not since uh, I think the Porto of like uh, Mourinho probably. I would guess <clears throat> from from what I could remember. Man City was just destroying Schalke. They're super strong and and they're uh, very deep. So they're a team to be reckoned with. As we move forward, Juve gets three goals over Atletico, and uh, Ronaldo gets a Hattie, and he, he just had a, the phenomenal matchup. They uh, they advanced three to two on that aggregate scoreline. Pretty fucking ridiculous, man. R- Ronaldo is just doing it regardless. It doesn't even matter. He's just he yeah. If he could just pull, if he pulls out performances like this, he can keep playing this way for another for another few years, or. He came in just like booming headers and was just is still out jumping people like crazy and still physical presence. I think he's like thirty three now. He's uh he's amazing. Doesn't matter uh what team he's playing for, he's he's always gonna bring it. Ooh. And then let's see. Liverpool had a three one victory over Bayern, which was uh, very clutch for them. Did that away um in Germany. And that was, uh, you know, very, very clutch performance, I would say. And so we also had uh, Barcelona 5-1 over Lyon, which the the first matchup was a draw, I believe. So big win for Barca. I think Messi had himself another uh, very good game. 
And this is your matchups. This is coming to you April 9th and 10th. So I guess a couple noteworthy things. We have four different English teams that made the final eight. That is, uh, I want to say, a first in Champions League history or like first in forever because that hardly happens. A lot of the English teams have not performed well in European competitions as of uh, recent memory. And uh, Liverpool did well last season. Man City's had some good runs. But before that, it's been like Man U like maybe 10 years ago, nine years ago, uh, before they had some uh, some serious contenders. Or I guess, no, Chelsea. Chelsea did well. But, I mean, to have multiple teams like that is pretty rare, I would say. Uh, Any hoot. Yeah, we got Man City and Tottenham. That is leg number one. And Liverpool-Porto is the matchup there. So I'm very conflicted on that one because I, I do root for Liverpool out of all like the uh, the the clubs in England. But, but Porto's got Mexicanos on their team, dude. So I can't I can't not hate on them. Tecatito, I think, got like an assist too in the last game. Uh, they have some guys, man. Porto has a good team. And then uh, the following day, we have Ajax and Juve. Ajax can get up and down. They have some offense. They're young. At, uh, we'll see if they can get exploited. Juve, they played very creatively in that last matchup. Um, who was the guy that had a good match? Uh, fuck. Bernadeschi? I want to say it was Bernadeschi. Uh, Alright, come on YouTube. I hate these freaking ads before YouTube. Yeah, Bernadeschi. He was killing it. They played him and he was just all over the place. Uh, setting up Ronaldo and... I think he even tried himself a uh, bicycle. He almost would have went in. Didn't get uh, stopped. He had a, uh, did he hit a free kick? I don't know. He was doing everything. They're a very talented club. They didn't even, they didn't even start Diabala. That's how good they are. That's how good they are. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah, that's Ronaldo goal was crazy. Barely got over the bar. Boom. The goalie deflected it, but it got past the goal line technology. Says, yes, bitch. Barely, though. Oof, I like the color of the, the Champions League. Orange. Yeah, so there was... Uh, Good play overall. Douche. All right. <clears throat> what was I saying? I have nothing else to add here. I don't know why I'm still talking. All right, we'll go on to some other shit. I don't know. This is not fucking interesting. This is not riveting fucking podcasting. But we'll move forward. Shit. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Aston Villa. There was this uh, fan... Uh, who went up and punched a player, his fan from Birmingham, 
in like the championship, I guess is what they call it, the second second uh, division league there. That's a good game, sixty one fifty seven Duke UCF sticking around. Um, dude ran up on the field and punched this dude like back in the back of the head, man. Freaking crazy. Eventually escorted him out and banned him from the stadium for life. But like, Jesus, man, that should ever happen in America. I mean, first of all, the dude threw a, like a, a a wild punch and then just like kind of just pile drived the player into the ground. But it's like, if that ever happened in America, like the security's beating the shit out of him, like <laughs> no doubt. Oh man, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Surprised it doesn't happen more stuff like that though. On um, I don't know what I, I was just gonna say right there. That was a, a weird noise, and we'll move forward. Let's go to American football. Uh, free agency has started in the NFL, and there has been a lot of moves that have uh, taken place. I want to say the biggest one is uh, something that happened to my team, which I'm very excited about. The enigmatic one, Antonio Brown, is coming to Oakland to play for the Raiders for this season, which is amazing, and I'm so fucking happy. I am so fucking happy. This is by far the most talented wide receiver the Raiders have had since the beginning of Randy Moss is there, and I would say probably like the Jerry Rice-Tim Brown era, because... This dude can flat out ball, and it is amazing that he uh, was able to get out of Pittsburgh. They only give up a third and a fifth round draft pick for him, which is like a fleecing unlike any other. But it took some uh, very creative or like a very weird circumstances for it to happen where a lot of bullshit for, uh, against him is coming out in the press. I think he tanked his value a little bit. Basically, I think he wanted to get paid. He knew it wasn't going to happen in Pittsburgh. And if you're on a team, they, they just basically control you for a large portion of it. And so he basically, in effect, got himself a raise and a trade to another team. Uh, regardless of how intentional it was, the home, homeboy was, like, dyeing his mustache blonde, getting all these, like, uh, weird colored dreads and shit, and just had some outlandish, like... Uh, had some interviews that people were talking questionable about and all that. But uh, I think I talked about it last time. There was a good chance he was coming to Oakland. And now he's coming to Oakland, which is fucking legit. I'm so fucking stoked. And this dude just was, is a hard worker. And I know he's going to uh, have some trying moments like a lot of freaking, you know, Raiders players have had in the past. But, you know, this is it's kind of like the Raider way. A lot of people were saying Al Davis is, like, you know, smiling from up above. Because this is a Raider-ass move right here. And, uh, you know, he's happy that uh, Pittsburgh is going to be taking a little bit of a hit without this dude anymore on their team. So I'm very, very much excited. Derek Carr's got to work on that deep ball this season. Because his deep ball is like on and off it's sometimes good and sometimes not good and so uh yeah like from one season to the next the numbers on it just like you know vary quite a bit 
remember his first few seasons he struggled and then eventually he had some like very very good seasons uh when Michael Crabtree showed up and he had Mike Cooper there whatever reason Coop didn't work out so we're just uh you know just gonna keep collecting them draft picks and uh moving it on forward Yeah, so the draft is coming up next. Raiders still have all three of their number ones, which is incredible. So they made a lot of moves, though. So they picked up Antonio Brown. They also picked up Tyrell Williams from the Chargers to be, like, a number two, number three. And they picked up J.J. Nelson from the Cardinals. So those are three dudes who are burners. They're trying to go up and over the top of the defenses. Which is going to be fun and exciting to see. I hope uh, they could do it. Hope they'll be successful. They also picked up uh, Vontez Perfect the other day on defense. So this is another Raider-ass move where it's basically get people who are fast as fuck and on defense get people who can fuck you up. <laughs> so that's literally what their, their whole plan is going to be for this 2019 season. And it's, uh, you know, not uncommon for Raiders teams to play that way so I mean they're always going to be the most penalized team regardless of if they're disciplined or not it's just uh I guess something you just got to live with the refs are just always gonna be ready to throw them flags so I mean fuck it might as well intimidate the opponents while you can right this is football uh to a certain degree this is not the same football that I grew up with necessarily. And I'm fucking 26 years old. It's just crazy. This isn't the, the jacked up era of ESPN uh, broadcast on the Monday Night Countdown. Yeah, this ain't that no more. So, Oakland also, they picked up some corners. Nevin Lawson. And, uh, oh yeah, uh, Trent Brown. I was happy to see him. He just got a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots and had himself a good season. Homeboy is massive, so I think we're going to try to maul fools more. And we'll see, I guess, if uh, Marshawn ends up coming back because I think the scenario for him might be a little bit better because if they got all the burners out there, they're going to need to play the defenders back a little bit. So that means they might have... Uh, more open space underneath for Marshawn to do some work and uh, on holes to open up. Because last season, they just uh, were not able to utilize him as well as uh, we maybe thought. We honestly thought it might have been over before the Raiders decided they're going to stay another year in Oakland. And considering the fact that Marshawn lit the blunt on Al Davis's freaking uh, um, <laughs> uh like the the flame of victory or whatever, the tribute, which was like the most G shit ever. <laughs> that was my favorite fucking moment of the season because it was a, not a great year. Well, that that and then they won the Christmas game too, which was cool. Yeah, that's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Let's see who else did they pick up? Um. Oh yeah, the other thing about uh, um, about Brown though is he is a college roommate, teammate, former teammate of Near on Ball, who was uh, somebody who I really enjoyed uh, when he was on the Raiders. He was on there for a couple seasons, but uh, eventually 
he was having some uh, medical issues. Um, let me get the full gist of it because I don't want to mess up this. Uh, talking about this right now because it was uh, he's currently in a medically induced coma uh, after suffering an aneurysm back in September, and he's, he's uh, to my knowledge he's still in that coma, which is a, a sad, sad news. So. Uh, Brown is, uh, Trent Brown, he's, uh, you know, still by his side and still supporting him 100%. Okay, UCF down one. Five minutes left, okay. 68-67. Duke's been turning the ball over a little bit. Uh, but, uh, we wish the, the ball and the, his family all the best, and we hope he is able to, to fully recover uh, from this here, because that's uh, definitely no joke, very serious and scary situation uh, for him to be going through. Now, Duke missing shots, Taco Fall playing defense, just got to do some little commentary at the moment. This is uh, one of the Jones brothers, Tyus. Oh, Zion for three, rims it short. UCF has a chance to go up. Four minutes left right about now. And my stream almost went out. Now it's back. Um, let's see here. We had six ties, 11 lead changes. Biggest lead, six by UCF, eight by Duke. Pulls up for three. Oh, nails it. 70-68. Pulled up from the wing. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Timeout, Duke. Coach K, what you got? Oh, we got a dandy, folks. We've got a dandy. Homeboy turned, faced, fired, bang. Getting it. Let's go. Indeed. Okay. That was good. Good action there. Let's see. Uh, a lot of other free agents, though, have been on the move. Uh, another big name, Odell Beckham. Actually, he's not even a free agent. He got traded. He got traded to Cleveland. The Browns have an exciting team. He gets to go play with one of his best friends in uh, Juice Landry. So Landry, Odell, Baker, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they just signed. So they got some people, man. They got some people now. So that's going to be probably the most exciting Cleveland Browns team in my generation that's been put together. Because those teams have been struggles to watch for many, many years. And they've just been a laughing stock. So it is, it's kind of good to see some fan bases have some good moments. Because it's, uh, you know, not the easiest thing in the world. But uh, <clears throat> let me take a look here. NFL free agents. Let's see. Free agency. Yes, check it out. Top 101 free agents off NFL.com. 
Greg Rosenthal and Chris Wessling. Okay. Shout out to Greg. Jesselnick J uh Rosenthal Vanity Project. Some dudes are funny. It's mostly Jesselnick, but you know, Greg's chimes in here and there. It's a little bit about the chemistry, I guess. All that shit. Oh yeah, shout out to Rob Gronkowski announcing his uh, retirement from playing NFL football. Uh, I wish him the best of luck, and I'm happy to see him uh, no longer playing for the Patriots. Uh, selfish, selfishly, unselfishly, I'm happy that he's uh, able to go out on his terms because he's a big enough personality that he can make enough, uh, you know, money for, you know, he can make. He can do well for himself if he so chooses in whatever endeavor he wants to do. Does he want to do wrestling? Does he want to go make movies or do reality TV? Does he want to keep doing his party boats and stuff like that and just keep partying it on that way with his brothers? Is he going to start DJing? I mean, he's got some different avenues that he can want to do. So that that uh, that might be, honestly, a way for him to get even more famous, because this dude is a monster. He's humongous, and uh, yeah, one of a kind person. I want to say <laughs> he's he's kind of a clown. He's a character. Some dude who you uh, you would think would be uh, fun at a frat party. Oh, UCF hit another shot, seventy two seventy. Oh, man, Aubrey Dawkins, uh, Johnny Dawkins' son, has 32 points, man. He's balling today. Oh, Duke, what are you doing? Throwing the ball almost out of bounds. Zion. Offensive. Oh, shit. Zion bowling over a defender. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit is getting serious. Shit is getting real, son. Damn, they almost threw the ball out of bounds. Oh, Dawkins. Moving his feet and then, you know, moving back a little. I think he a little flop action there. A little flop action. Ooh. But uh, whatever you got to do, man. Let's see here. That would ruin a lot of brackets for people if Duke ended up losing. Taco fall. Set that screen. No way. Shot clock violation. Oh, hit the rim? It hit the rim? Wow. They're gonna look at it. I think they're gonna they're gonna review it. They gotta review this. I don't think he got the shot off in time. That was twenty four second. I wanna say it was twenty four second. I'm glad they can look at the monitor and see this. Let's see here. Three, two, one. Did it hit the rim? Wow, it might have hit the rim. Did the the shot clock reset? Wow. Wow. This one's close. It hits like the backboard and then might have rubbed the rim on the way down. Oh, I you you can't you can't even tell from the uh the angle all the shots. Oh no, no, you can tell. I think it missed. 
Oh, that's so fucking close. Here we go. Oh, it did hit it. It did hit it. Oh, shit. We've got a fucking clean angle. Oh, shit. Yo, so this is what happened. The guy missed the shot. It hits like the, it, it goes long of the, the rim. It hits the backboard, but it grazed the rim barely on the way down. Oh, Jesus. It is like, this is like Zapruder film stuff. I can't, it, oh my goodness. I want to say it did, did hit it, but it is like, oh my God. The smallest graze ever. The ball gets tipped in the air, goes to Taco, and he just jams it. UCF up up, up four. That's currently the play. 2.09 left in the game. This is a crazy moment. Oh, my goodness. Gene Steratore saying something about it. This dude's an NFL referee. Had a card-pulling motherfucker against the Raiders a couple years ago. Oh, bad shit grin. Um... Let's see what they call. That's going to be crazy. They're just showing replay after replay. They finally got a, a slow motion replay that showed kind of what happened. Okay. What else we got here? Uh Oh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell. Let's go over some NFL free agents while we uh look at this review. Le'Veon Bell ends up signing to the Jets. Four years, $52.5 million. Let's see, Earl Thomas to the Ravens. Four years, 55. Trey Flowers to the Lions. Five years, 90 million. Nick Foles goes to the Jags. Four years, 88. Can be up to 102. Landon Collins to the Redskins. Six years, 84 million. Mm, see if that makes them any better. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Anthony Barr, he re-signs with the Vikings. This was a controversial one because he had agreed to join the Jets initially and then kind of changed his mind to go back to Minnesota, play with a better team. C.J. Mosley leaves Baltimore, goes to New York. I think he gets that money that uh, was probably going to be going, going to Barr. But he got five-year $85 million, man, which is uh, uh, more than what... Uh, Bar got Bar got five years, sixty-seven point five million. Still a lot of money, so it's crazy though. Let's see, Justin Houston, two years, twenty-four million to go with the uh, the Colts. KJ Wright got a two years uh, contract worth up to fifteen point five to go back to the Seahawks. Sheldon Richardson goes to the Browns. Three years, thirty-six. Tyron Matthew, I'm dis, I'm disappointed. He signs with Kansas, Kansas City. Three years, forty-two million. I think that's going to make their defense better. The back end of the defense was very, very questionable all season long. Wow, bad break there for a Duke down four. Oh, missed the alley oop, bro. That would have went up six. That would have been killer. It's just a minute forty-seven left. Pulling up from three. Nails it. Okay, one-point game, Duke. Okay. Okay. Let's see what happens here. I see some... Uh, I hear some clapping going on. My boy Allen watching the same game in the other room. And this shit is tense. Minute 28. Let's go. The high screen and roll for UCF. Ball on the wing. Over to Dawkins. In and out. Oh, my goodness. That was a tough shot. Defender all over him. Duke with the ball now. This is uh, 
Oh, missed shot. Rebound, and it is a foul on Taco Fall. In the bonus, they're going to get two free throws here. Duke is. Who is this? Is this Reddish that uh, missed the shot? This dude, number 12, been playing pretty well against uh, Fall. Whatever his name is. See, I don't obviously don't know who the fuck these guys are. But it's riveting stuff. Uh, Jevin Delarier. That's who it is. And he clanked the first one. Okay, let's see if he hits this one to tie. See what they got. No pressure. And he misses short. Wow. 0 for 2 for the free throws. That's big. That was big. Minute left. UCF with the ball. One versus nine matchup. What's the Central Florida have? My boy David Tate going crazy probably right now. He is a Central Florida alum. Oh, get the foul called. Uh-oh. 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 Getting two free throws here will be Central Florida. Taylor, the point guard. Bang. Kind of pulled up and had the defender on his back. Jumped up and uh, got the contact. B.J. Taylor makes the first one. Oof. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Riveting ass stuff. Johnny Dawkins, former assistant coach under Coach K. is coaching UCF right here. Nails the second one. Three-point game. 76-73. What you got, Duke? What you got? Somebody going to pull up? Sion looking at it with it. There's a screen pulling up. Oh, in and out. Offensive rebound by number 12. 26 seconds left. This is number two with the ball. Is this reddish or what's the other dude? Zion driving to the rim. Gets it and one. Oh, shit. Helen <laughs> yelling from the other room. Holy fuck. Holy shit. Damn, this is riveting shit. Oh, fuck. Went to the hole. The knocked one defender went through fall finished with the left hand through him oh man big boy move fucking big boy move we got what like 20 some seconds left oh did fall foul out the game was that number five i think that's number four from him 14.4 seconds left 76 75 duke is down one point Fall has fouled out. Five fouls, 15 points there. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What does UCF have left in them? They're going to get one chance here regardless. Let's see if let's see if Duke can tie it first. Oh, he missed the short. Offensive rebound. Oh, he made it. Oh, shit. Duke is up. Oh, shit. Yo. UCF calls timeout. 7.7 left. Damn, Daniel. Yo. Yo, this game is getting crazy. 
Holy shit. Dude can't make no damn free throws. He's <laughs> still making comebacks. Oh, uh, yeah, it might have been pushing the back, but you just got you just got to – they ain't going to call it. They ain't going to call those ones. You just got to uh, buck up. 15, Dawkins, you got pushed in the back, man. You just can't let that happen to you. That was his box out. He's been playing so well all game. But that's your assignment, man. Yeah, this Duke team just doesn't go away. Does not go away. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be crazy. If they can pull this one off. Oof. Ooh, boy. What, is it? what are they looking at? What are they looking at here? What, what are the refs looking at? Well, UCF, what do they have left? They got uh, one more shot. Oh, they're looking at the, the time. 8.1 seconds left on the clock. I think they gave them a little bit more time. All right, let's get it moving. Yep. Let's get it moving. Let's get it moving. Damn, that was a crazy play. There's been a crazy sequence of events going on right here, man. Freaking UCF had the game early. Duke had it kind of in the middle for large stretches. UCF came back. Had the lead late. Duke had to came back on them again. Damn, he could have gone up six if he would have hit that shot. UCF. Now they're down one. What do they got? Eight seconds left. Ball up on top. Fake ball screen. Go to the hoop. Missed it. Oh, offense rebound missed. Oh, shit. That tip-in was the closest. Wow. Oh, my God. Doc has almost got it at the tip. Wow. Damn, what a game. 77-76 final. Duke squeaks it out. Jeez. That's got to be heartbreaking. I'm sorry, Tate. I'm sorry. That's a rough one. That is a rough one. What the fuck? Jesus, you heard it here first. <laughs> You're probably going to hear this way later. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. That's why you watch the tournament, I guess, man. You never know what the hell's gonna happen. Never know. Dawkins. Oh, he had it right there. How did that not go in? It hit the rim like three times. Man. The first shot here. Off the backboard, missed. Dawkins, oh my god, he literally hung in the air, almost had it. Almost had it. Oof. Ooh, boy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a fucking finish. Damn. Alright, where were we? What were we talking about? Were we talking about... Uh... 
Freaking honey badger. I think that's what we're talking about. This dude went to Kansas City, man. Three years, $42 million, And I'm going to be disappointed because he's going to be uh, a big addition for their probably the weakest part of their team last season. So, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, and Dominican Suo, did he sign? I thought he signed. The Preston Smith to the Packers. Um... Marcus Joyner, oh, yeah, he went to the Raiders. Yeah, safety. He was good. He was good for the Rams last season. Four years, $42 million. I'm excited for him. Zygiansa still not anywhere. Let's see. Darius Smith. The Packers. Tevin Coleman to the Niners. They get another weapon. Uh, Darby back to the Eagles. Let's see. Oh, Jared Cook went to the Saints. Uh, or is expected to sign with the Saints. I don't know what that means. Uh, Quan Alexander went to the Niners. He's a very good linebacker. Uh, oh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, back to the Saints. He met with the Dolphins and then spurned them. Dolphins, I think, are going to go full tank mode because they just got Fitzmagic back uh, in the fold. So, he's going to be throwing a lot of picks. Golden Tate went over to New York. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. For the money, I guess, four years, 37.5. Let's see. Who else? Dante Fowler resigns with the Rams. Um, just looking at the top 50 or so. Shh. Mm. Terrell Suggs went to Carolina. Oh, no, he went to the Cardinals from uh, Baltimore. That's where he went. He was going to Arizona now. So he gets to go back home. He went to ASU. I think he's from Arizona. So Yeah, man, good for him. Good for fucking him. Uh, Devin Funches to the Colts. Getting money. About 13 mil for this next season. Not bad. Adam Humphreys, he was going to go. He was thinking about going to New England, but he is going to the Titans now. Because, of course, Patriots got the market on all the white wide receivers in the league. Don't know why. Don't know how, but they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, what else? Kevin waking up going to the Titans. This is not that cool. Yeah, Clay Matthews went to the Rams. That's gonna be interesting. Gonna be an interesting one. Who the fuck else? Anywho, I can't think of very many anyone anyone else. I'm trying to see. Uh oh Jonathan Hankins. Resigned to the Raiders. Let's see. Adrian Peterson back to the Redskins. Uh, 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 uh. Let's get to pick 100. Yeah, I feel sorry for Eric Berry, man. This dude gets all hurt every year. 
And yeah, they're moving on from him. Okay, I don't see shit. I don't see shit else. Another player, oh, came out of retirement, Jason Witten, stepping out of the broadcast booth. He was uh, on Monday Night Football last season, did kind of shitty low-key, kind of high-key low-key, high-key. And now I think he felt the pressure of, you know, the job and all that stuff. People are just shitting on him all the time. He's just like, fuck it, I'm going to do the thing I'm good at. So he's coming back to the NFL to go play with, uh, with Dallas. Deck and uh, Zeke in the game. Amari, I guess, too. All them. All them motherfuckers. All them motherfuckers. That's pretty interesting, man. Uh, speaking of Cowboys news, though, you got David Irving, man. He quit the NFL because uh, he won't smoke smoking, pretty much. Won't put down the gotcha. And that sucks, bro. That sucks for that. But he, like, put it out on, like, Instagram, I want to say, like, a post of him smoking, just saying, I got retired. I'm done. I'm over it. Which, more power to the people. Do what you want to do. Um, it just sucks NFL takes that stance on that shit. But uh, for a lot of people, they get away with it just because they just, like, stop smoking during certain parts of the year. Which is uh, what gets you into the drug protocol. Uh, substance, substance abuse. Uh, program more often than not because I think throughout the season they only test really for PEDs. So that sucks. I think he was like facing another suspension. I think it's probably like his third one. It was gonna be like ten games or something, year long somewhere around there. They said screw it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I am over it. I am over it. So. Still, sorry, I had to send that text over. Let me see what else. We got, oh, yeah, controversial news. Patriots owner Bob Kraft got caught at a uh, massage parlor getting himself a little rub and tug action. There was a sting operation apparently going on at the time that this fool got caught up in, which is pretty damn amazing if you think about it. That's... Uh, <laughs> NFL owner He went back to the The details of him It was like He went back to it like Twice That same day Or like He went The night The day before And then he went One day Right there The morning of like The AFC championship game Which is like Kind of crazy But I guess he's like He's a widow now And He's a millionaire Billionaire Super uh, Rich guy So I mean Do we really Want to give him like That big of grief for it in my opinion, I'd say no, but the only, I guess, like, nasty part of it is if it was, like, sex traffickers, you know. It seemed like he had a relationship with the people there, and it was just, like, super random, like, the location that it was, but, uh, yeah, to each their own, I guess. To each their own. It's kind of, kind of weird scenario. Um... Hold on a sec. You know what I mean? That's what they call it. Going Zion is moving on, baby. All right, we got the homie Allen coming through. <laughs> I, I could hear you from over here, just like in one. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I was yelling too. I was like, oh shit, and you're just like in one. It was like a second off. It was a second off. I was just like, I was trying to do play by play. I was recording it. This is insane. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was watching it. I knew what was going on. I had it on. Oh, man. No, I was just, like, kind of talking about it, and I was just like, all right, I'm talking about my shit, and then it was like the game kept getting better and better, and I was just like, you know what? Let me just start talking about this right here. Oh, that was a great question. I can't. He almost made that tip at the end, too. I was like, oh, Taco Jeez. fouled out, man. I think that's what killed him, because I think he would have got that rebound. Yeah, he definitely got that Missing free throws and they still won. I can't believe that. That was a great play, dude. He just went straight up at him. No sweat. RJ Barrett, though. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was a, a couple big plays. Freaking Jones almost like blew it right there at the end. A couple plays. Yeah. They missed, break the wide open three pointer and like had a couple turnovers. I mean, they were yeah. able to take that, man. They would, yeah. He made a, he yeah. Anyway, who who's on right now? We got Aubrey. Yeah, yeah, he played he played well except for that uh, that one box out and that one tip in. So he needed one more play. That <laughs> head sucks. He got thirty two and he needed thirty four. Their point guard Taylor was smart. He did that a couple times in the game. He'd drive by and he'd slow up and then run into him. Yeah, they just like back. They hit him from behind and stuff. Yeah, on that last foul call. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, why do I have to sign into my TV provider? I already done signed. Did already already been signed in. Stupid. It should. Give it to me. Come on. Nah, I gotta fucking put in the info. All right, man. Yeah, I got another bit to do. Is what it is. Thank you, sir. All right, man. We'll get you back on. We'll talk. Hey, hey, Liverpool. Uh, when they play, and, and the champions. I was already talking about it a little bit, man. It's crazy. Four year, four uh, four teams from England. It's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Exactly. We got three Mexicans on the team too. <laughs> um, anywho, what were we saying? Oh yeah, Bob Craft, man, that shit was crazy. Fool got caught up in the rub and tug too, and I think they had offered him a deal too that he wouldn't uh, go to court or go to trial if he like admits that he did it and he'll like do some like you know um, community service. I think he's got to do some other stuff too, pay a fine, something like that. Um, let's see here. That's uh. Pretty unprecedented, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff that's gone on with the NFL owners uh, these last few years, man. I mean, we got the the owner of the Colts. He's got, a, like, a pill problem. <clears throat> he got himself suspended a few years ago. Um, just a bunch of old-ass dudes. We got the, the dude who owns the Texans. He has those, uh, uh, what is it, inmates running the asylum comment that wasn't too flattering. Uh, for the, um, the players that he was employing, which was kind of crazy. You think about it. Uh, you're going to piss off your uh, your whole team that way. But he's the owner, I guess. Do what the fuck you feel like to a certain degree. Let's see. So many damn symbols in this password I gotta type in right now. Stay signed in. Please be correct. Ah, uh, fuck. It didn't go right. Um, yeah. What the fuck? 
But yeah, I guess in uh, some other controversial news for people who are, uh, I guess, executives or in like upper management for sports leagues, we have Larry Bear. I think he's called the CFO of the Giants. He got caught on video apparently snatching his wife's phone and kind of like forcefully doing it, like knocking her to the ground a little bit. And apparently there was like a longer video that got released and uh, was uh, reviewed or it wasn't released to the public, but it was reviewed by the police officers and they were able to determine that he wasn't at fault in the situation. So apparently his wife was acting like a cunt, must have been like to make him to do that. I mean, he was uh, pretty forceful there, but it seemed like he was reacting to shit that happened before. So we don't know how this shit popped off. Apparently they do. So, I mean, police are hard to trust at this point. So, I mean, it is what it is regardless. Uh, sucks if it was unprovoked and they just want to protect him but it sucks the other way too if she was being a fucking total douchebag and he was just trying to not be an ass i don't know i don't know i've seen i've seen it both ways (laughs) i've seen it both ways so it's hard for me to make a decision without really knowing (laughs) get charles barkley in these commercials samuel jackson and uh, spike lee super random Um. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. That went viral for a second, a uh, few a uh, few weeks back. Oh, other baseball news off of the field. How about Esteban Loaiza getting three years in prison for a coke possession? Man, he got busted with this shit in at his uh, crib in like uh, outside of San Diego. I know we talked about this like on a previous podcast, but he finally got sentenced to it. It's freaking crazy, man. This dude was a all star. Back in like 06 with uh, the White Sox. They pitched well for the A's too for a minute. Freaking uh, Mexican citizen and all that stuff. I think he lived mostly here in the U.S. though. So, um, Yeah, man. Kind of crazy. Kind of freaking crazy. Um, let's see. What are the baseball news? Oh, we had uh, the regular season started. We had the A's taking on the the Mariners over in Japan. They had a little two-game series out there. They played some exhibition games against some of the Japanese league teams also. But it was uh, was, um, basically a send-off there for Ichiro Suzuki. I think he's going to announce he retired after the game. So congrats to Ichiro, man. He was a hell of a ball player. Very interesting guy. Uh, thought it was interesting how he didn't want to speak English to the public, he, uh, be, even though he knew English, because he felt he didn't want to be misrepresented in the way he said said things. So, I mean, to the, all the the learn English crowd, I mean, he could probably communicate with you like on a day to day thing. But I understand where he was coming from with his imaging and all that stuff. But to a certain degree, he didn't seem like an accessible ball player for the American public. I think kind of for that reason, or for those reasons. So it's, uh, yeah, man, very interesting. Interesting guy, hell of a player. Dude always got on base, tons of hits. It was just a very good contact hitter. Had that one incredible season where he almost hit 400, and uh, he just looked like he was going to get on every single time he went up to bat. He was a menace on the base paths, and he could definitely was a uh, uh, you know fielded with the best of them out there in the outfield in his prime. Got to see him play quite a bit when uh, they'd play against Oakland. So uh, 
yeah, man, it was good to see him uh, do his thing. Um, the teams, I guess, there up in Seattle never really got the a uh, whole bunch of success in uh, regular season playoffs or otherwise. Had a lot of struggles, and that's kind of it's kind of the weird thing about baseball. You can just be do work be doing work and it just uh, doesn't come together because the team doesn't win or you could be an average player and you can be part of a good team and uh, just play your role do what's needed at the right time it's kind of a funny sport that way but yeah season started and uh, there's been some uh, a little bit more free agency news I know we were talking about Manny Machado last uh, podcast getting a huge contract. Bryce Harper going to the Phillies for I think it was three hundred thirty million for thirteen seasons. Check this out: Mike Trout signed an extension that basically gives him a deal that's now twelve years, four hundred thirty million dollars. Oof! I think it's like he's got two more years on his deal, and then the the extension kicks in. But oh my god! That is fucking crazy, man. Homie is getting bank. Bank is the best player in baseball. Uh, Best overall. Most sound player in baseball. Center fielder just does it all. And the Angels are just super whatever. But, yeah, man, they're willing to pay this, man. So, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, move on to the NBA news. Um, yeah, man, how about this Lakers season? They officially are done. LeBron and his co-conspirators are uh, um, yeah, getting a lot of blame right now in the pl- in the press. Man, it's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see, cancel. What the fuck was going on? So I'm sorry, my man, my phone was bugging out. Got all my notes on here. Yeah, they're getting uh, a lot of blame in the press. Uh, Laker fans aren't really happy with LeBron. LeBron fans aren't happy with the Lakers. So, like, it's uh, it's crazy. I'm enjoying this uh, as a Kings fan. You get to see the, the dysfunction and uh, uh, you get to see how, you know, things go when you don't get your way. It's like, how do you deal with it? And it didn't seem like uh, they uh, nutted up pretty much. It's kind of how I looked at it. I mean, Jeannie Buss was in the press a couple weeks ago talking about how the whole, uh, how like they made a, like a last second effort to try to get Anthony Davis and how that was fake news when everybody and their mama knows they were fucking trying to go to get Anthony Davis. Like, who are you fooling? Woman, come on now. We have eyes we can fucking see. Don't call us an idiot. Like, you can't be doing that stupid-ass Trump shit, pretty much. So I thought that was uh, interesting. I mean, LeBron ended up passing MJ in points, and Laker fans couldn't give a shit a couple weeks ago. I think last week or like 10 days ago, Rondo was like 
wasn't even sitting on the bench. He was sitting on the seats where like the the fans sit in between the scores table and the, and the, where the players supposed to sit as the game was running down. Like not even gonna, giving a shit. It's come out in the media that Luke Wallen's gonna get fired after the season. And I just read today that Jason Kidd is a prime candidate for the head coaching job. So it's, whoo, Nelly, a lot of shit's going down over there. LeBron, I think, is trying to get ready for a Space Jam 2 shoot that's coming up in uh, June for him. I know he's got that shit already scheduled. But, my God, that's like a fucking whirlwind of uh, a shit show, man. I think uh, Lonzo Ball, he's going through some shit too, man. But he's been hurt, and he's been kind of dragged through the coals. He recently had a, a couple million dollars, I think, taken from him or go missing because uh, one of his, uh, basically one of his uh, partners in the Big Baller brand is uh, was like, I think, uh, illegally taking that money from him. So we'll see where that, that ends up going. He, I think Lonzo hinted that he's not going to be part of Big Baller brand anymore. I think I just saw an update about that today. And now the Lakers were asking him if like if they think the shoes were a part of his ankle problems that he was having the last few years. So this is like shit is like getting real for these motherfuckers, man. Like <laughs> the ball family is just starting to just I don't know. It's not looking so hot right now. Not looking so hot. Looks like they were a little too big for the britches um out there. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man, freaking crazy. Uh, we got Brandon Ingram. I think he's shut down for the season now, too. Uh, he was playing well when before he got injured, and it's just it's over now. LeBron's been not sitting on back-to-backs. Uh, I wonder if he's going to be end up playing tonight. I uh, might have to Google that shit before I try to go get some tickets. Um, yeah, man, it's been kind of a shit show for the Lakers, and it's kind of crazy because they're – uh, you know, it's harder than it looks to be a contender in the West, I'll tell you that. Um, you really got to bring it every freaking night. And you got to be uh, deep enough to stay afloat if you have some injuries, which the Lakers were not able to do. Uh, when LeBron went out, man, they freaking tanked it. Tanked it, tanked it, tanked it, tanked it. Like, fucking crazy. All right, let's keep it moving because this is uh, still got a lot of shit to talk about. We got Russell Westbrook. He uh, had a run-in with the racist heckler out in Utah uh, a little while ago, which uh, caught a lot of people's attention, got a lot of people talking. He was um, out there on the sideline, and he was like caught on a video saying, man, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you and your wife up. And people were tripping out because it's like, yo, dog, you can't be threatening people like that. And then reports came out that he's that the dude was uh, saying to to get on your knees like you're used to, or like back in the day or something like that. And I think he said that thought, thought that was like a racist thing for the guy to say because they're apparently like jawing back and forth for a little bit because he had like uh, ice on his knees or some shit like that. I can't remember or he was stretching on on the ground. So that ended up happening, and then a lot of other people came back and said, man, you know, we kind of believe Russ because it's like a lot of racist shit does happen for uh, black basketball players who play out in Utah because it's not the first time that it's happened. And, yeah, players have talked about it. 
So there's a lot of people who came to his defense with that. And then there was a lot of people who just said, like, okay, that's cool and all, but, like, maybe everyone's fucking acted shitty in this scenario. So it's like uh, some people kind of just want to throw the blame one way or the other. You know, it's either uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, like if you're on one side of the argument, you blame the other dude. And if you're on the other, you blame the, the opposite side. Uh, but sometimes, you know, everyone's at fault. And that's kind of the vibe I, I think I felt on that one. Russ didn't need to escalate it. But at the same time, you know, he's a fiery dude. So, I mean, you got to kind of expect something. The black dude from Los Angeles, man, he can't be talking shit and, like, not have him fucking try to talk shit back. But in some uh, semi-racist news here moving forward. Oh, I guess one other thing, too. That that heckler, when they did the interview after the game, it seemed like he was a piece of shit, though. And, like, was just, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to talk shit, too, or whatever. And, like, like he just, like, what happens sometimes is pe- people will, like, say some, like, questionable shit and then just like shrug it off at the afterwards and it seemed like he he was being not 100% truthful in what he was saying there <laughs> it was super funny I was listening to Justin Nick talk about it and he was just like yeah man Russ should fuck him up <laughs> like if you're uh if your wife's only 110 pounds then why the f- <laughs> like he should be able to fuck him up he's a fucking basketball player <laughs> like if he wasn't able to man Wife's a jujitsu expert or some shit. <laughs> like he's going off on it. Oh shit. Oh, what the fuck else? Oh yeah, man. We had University of Tennessee students, man. They came out in blackface uh the other day. Uh I fucking forgot what the hell the story was, but it was not cool. I think there was like uh the SEC tournament or like one of the best last games of the season. I can't fucking remember, but I y'all should go look that shit up. I had it on a note here, but I don't even want to talk about it. ESPN, they're going to launch a new show called Daily Wager on ESPN News. Talk about gambling, sports gambling and stuff, man. The sports gambling shit is picking up storms. It's getting crazy. I just saw on Showtime that they're going to have a show coming out based around it. Um, so, man, sports gambling is really stepping up. I know the NBA is kind of looking into it. You know, uh, I think a couple more states. I think it was Pennsylvania, New Jersey, I think, uh, opened it up. So we'll see there. Man, this shit seems old or whatever, but, like, we'll talk about it. Let's see. Trump bought more burgers for the North Dakota State team. So it's just like, fuck you. I think I, I, I think he's just saying fuck you to the public and just saying I fucking love fast food. Deal with it. That fucking sucks. That sucks for the players. They get that shit to eat, man. You go visit the president. It's like, man, come on. There was some dude who had, like, a Democratic Socialist pin on, too, which was funny. and tried to slip that in. Got in there and was taking a bunch of pictures and people saw it and like kind of went with it on the on the uh, on Twitter, uh, left lean left leaning Twitter and shit like that. Which tends to be, I don't know, funny. It was just like just trying to shit on them. I don't know. I want to give my thoughts and prayers to all the forty people who who died in the the, the mosque shooting that happened in New Zealand, which was absolutely pitiful. Uh, it is good to see that people in New Zealand actually try to step up and address the the causes 
Uh, I know there's been some talk about how now uh, a lot of automatic weapons are going to be banned in the country and things of that nature. So um, a lot of a lot of prayers for them. Uh, it's absolutely uh, gut wrenching, difficult, difficult thing to read, and that was uh, you know something that's just uncalled for, and we just we hate to see the radical violence of any side uh, begin. As I mentioned a lot of times on this podcast, we have a lot of more uh, similarities than we do differences in the world, if you really break it down to it, not the nitty-gritty. And a lot of the grievances people have against one another are just really petty and just like in the grand scheme of things, not uh, not something that can be overcome uh, with a, with understanding. Uh, yeah, and it's just sad, man. It's just sad the Muslim community get uh, attacked there. If you're going to attack a Muslim community, you can do it in like a fair fight, man. How are you going to come in with an automatic weapon to a, a, a mosque, uh, a place for prayer and reflection? Especially considering the fact that Muslims pray on their knees with their uh, uh, bowing, with uh, their face down. So that's just like the easiest target that you could possibly find. So this dude, man, I, that's that's just pitiful. The guy who committed it. That's just, it's just sad and it's just... It's it's frustrating, man. It is frustrating. And it's like a side that uh needs to be be talked about, man. It's just uh the radicalization of, of uh certain people 'cause it's gonna it's gonna make people in those communities more upset at uh the type of people who committed those atrocities, so it's just gonna it's gonna escalate tensions which could uh lead to continued acts of violence and moving forward in the future so we just want that to be to be done with as much as possible so I guess moving forward here talk about a little bit of uh, political news here we had the testimony by Michael Cohen that came through uh, in front of Congress and I know he spoke in private as well Uh, some crazy stuff uh, basically, a lot of the Republicans try to say, "Hey, bro, you're a liar because you said you're a liar. You admitted to lying, so we can't trust you because you're a liar." And he was like, "Yeah, man, I was lying because I was protecting the man in charge, who's an even bigger liar than me, who's like kind of a piece of shit. But I've worked with him forever, um, and it's just this is just what you got to do to deal with it to work with them." And Republicans were like, "Well, we don't fucking believe you." And the Democrats were like, "Well, how shady was he?" And so like. Uh, they both had different type of uh, uh, perspectives on it, and so they, it just it became a shit show. And that's basically kind of what happens a lot of times in Congress because you just got like the complete opposite, like uh, not necessarily perspectives, but like uh, um, they have complete different motives and what the fuck they're doing. Freaking crazy. Freaking crazy. Um, but yeah, so that, uh, that was very news and noteworthy recently. Mm, let me see. Um, what else? Oh, Paul Manafort got four years of federal prison, 3.5 years of, uh, for the state of New York prison, prison in the state of New York. Which is like very rare that you get both federal and state charges brought up against you in, in the 
cases like that because he was uh, unregistered age foreign agent and he was like working with the administration making deals with other foreign governments and stuff like that which was completely illegal at the time it was prior to him being inaugurated as president so um, the reason they gave him prison and state is uh, just in case President Trump decides I don't want or I want to pardon him from uh, all federal charges he can't pardon him from state charges which is like kind of like a, a weird loophole there but uh, yeah, that's apparently the uh, the reasoning behind all that stuff there. And uh, so, yeah, Paul Manafort, he was uh, head of the Trump campaign, and this dude blabbed on uh, TV about a bunch of shit, and which was uh, kind of fucking crazy. Kind of crazy. All right. Yeah, I'll let y'all look into that shit. Uh, haven't really had time to read a bunch into it, but, yeah, I know. It's just the next development and whatever the fuck's going on, and... Man, it's a crazy stat that I saw today, man. I think I saw, like, hate crimes have been gone up, like, 200, over 200% in these little cities where rallies for Trump have started, which is sad. It just kind of tells you where you're at, man, with things in this world. Pretty damn sad. Uh, let's see here. All right, moving forward. Uh, Purdue Pharma declaring bankruptcy to avoid litigation. It's pretty damn crazy. This is like one of the main pharmaceutical companies that has been responsible for the opioid crisis. They basically were going to be, you know, uh, brought to ch- uh, to charge or whatever, but they declared bankruptcy. So now that they, they don't have to go to uh, litigation with uh, the people who are the, the charges are brought against. I think is how it was, uh, I read it. This is a note that I also put in probably about two weeks ago, so I don't fucking remember 100%. And at the moment, I don't really want to go into it. So, yeah. Y'all should look into that shit. Purdue Pharma. It was kind of crazy from when I read it. But, yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, oh, yeah. College admission scandal has been ongoing. Uh, we had Lori Laughlin from Desperate Housewives and the chick who played Aunt Becky out uh, for fucking Full House back in the day. Um yeah, man, fucking crazy. Basically, what was going on is they were paying some like middleman to like go in and, um, uh, set the scenarios up for them so that they could basically get into uh, college themselves, uh, like like rich kids to like I guess some prestigious colleges just so that they could uh, basically. They were using the athletic departments, uh, certain teams, to say that they were recruits so that they can get, like, preferred admissions. And then once the recruits, uh, basically, they find out that they or they just aren't athletes at all, like, at all. And then so they just uh, go to, like, they just get dropped from, like, the team or anything like that, which was, like, kind of crazy. This was happening in a whole bunch of places. Yale, USC, UCLA. Yeah, and I know the daughter for... Uh, um, what the fuck's her name? Um, Lori Laughlin. What the fuck is her name? Oh my god, college admissions. Let's see. Oh man, that's not what I wanted. Fuck. God damn it. 
All right, here we go. Oh, it is Lori Laughlin. Was the chick from there? Uh, from Aunt Becky. Um, who was the fucking other one? Somebody else went. They actually got like, uh, put in jail for this shit. It was freaking crazy. But man, um, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. Let me read some of these articles here, cause this shit, this shit was fucking nuts, man. Basically, people with money, they were paying middlemen to get them to get into school using the athletic departments, and people were getting paid off. They would have big sums to the athletic departments and all that stuff. So, hmm. 50 people ended up being uh, caught up in the skiing. They had Hollywood stars, CEOs, college coaches, standardized test administrators. That was the other thing, too. It was like they were giving out um, money to the proctors so that they could change the answers for, like, SATs and ACTs even, too. Mm. There's this guy named uh, William Rick Singer who was the mastermind. He's paid roughly $25 million by parents to help their kids get into schools. Ah, Jesus. There's a lot of coaches that have been, like, fired or have been put on leave. Um, USC has been one of the big epicenters here. Their senior uh, associate athletic director and water polo coach have been fired. Um, Somebody else was named as an indictment as a parent has been put on leave. Um... Wow, okay, they're going to use any money to fund underprivileged students now. Anything for the students. All applicants will be denied admission. Uh, Wow, there's six students in the current admission cycle who would be denied admission to USC. Um, Oh, they're not going to be able to register for classes uh, or acquire transcripts while the school investigates. Ooh, their status is currently under review. They could have revoked admission or expelled them. Mm. They're not identifying anybody, but uh, Lori Laughlin's child, her her daughter, I think her name's Olivia Jade. She's trying to be like one of those like stars on like Instagram and all that shit. She got caught like on YouTube or whatever vlogging about how she wanted to go to a school that had like. like the fun the partying and like the game day environment and that's all i want to do it's college and that's literally what she got into college to do so that shit's fucking crazy man it's just fucking crazy um but yeah uh there was a lot of shit ucla got people men's soccer coach jorge salcedo is on leave um yeah man stanford university fired their sailing coach that's crazy. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow. Let's see, Georgetown University uh, 
a former tennis coach was charged. Oof. This is crazy. Yale University. Freaking insane. Freaking insane. So it's just another example of how, like, uh, if you got money, there's a lot of more open doors that you can kind of get through or doors that, uh, you know, pathways that you can uh, kind of get to there. Mm. Mystery parent paid $6.5 million to get kids into top university. Oof. That's crazy. It's, n it's a mystery as to who these people are. Mm-hmm. Wow. LA, oh, yeah, LA Marathon was going on today. 24,000 runners. Oof. Oh, man, an arsonist got to a mosque in Escondido. Damn, that sucks. Fuck, man. Shit's stupid. I'm on LA Times website right now. Mm. Damn. Mm -mm -mm. So I think there's going to be more, more leaks about this story. It's crazy. Since these cases are ongoing. Mm, 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 mm. Let's see. Oh, Felicity Huffman, who's the one from uh, uh, Desperate Housewives. That was the one who was giving money. Uh, Newport Beach College Placement Center. Wow. More than 750 parents used the services. According to prosecutors, 33 have been charged. They have subpoenas to high schools in Southern California with names of students whose parents have not been charged. Suggesting that authorities are preparing to expand the number of prosecutions according to sources who have seen the documents. Damn, they're going to get even more people. This is like from yesterday or from earlier today. Sources familiar with the investigation have not authorized, but not authorized to discuss it as say several parents and their attorneys have been informed that they are the subject of the federal inquiry. Within the massive charging documents, uh, there also are unidentified people who made payments to Singer and various coaches but have not been charged. Man, this is this is getting crazy. Crazy. Wow. Mm mm mm. Mm. Damn, there's like freaking microphones and you know, wires and shit like that. People were like making payments to each other. Damn. Wow. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. Yeah, they were creating fake athletic profiles for these kids and stuff like that. Um, they were they were doing it all. Doing it all. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. That's fucking crazy. So we'll see what more comes out of it. I think it's just like a, yeah, another another scenario where it's just like ultimately the people who suffered from the the, the scandal are the the students who would have gotten into these schools had their the parents not paid for them. I think that's uh, a sad reality, pretty much that uh, that occurs there. 
people with access to get to the top, they oftentimes uh, deny other people the same abilities. So that's kind of what's happened there. Because, I mean, there's legal ways for people to get their students into these schools and stuff like that. I mean, they probably could have spent less and done so. Um, it might not have been freaking Yale, but it's still going to be a good damn school, man. Ultimately, there's there's like levels to this stuff, man. And it's, and you can't just cheat the system either. And I'm, I'm glad they're finally, you know, holding people account- accountable because there's so many times there's like stuff like this happens and nothing ends up coming of it. So we'll see. We'll ultimately see. Uh, another big thing people have been talking about recently, man, uh, it's Michael Jackson documentary. Um, really, really sad talking about how all these, like, uh, you know, entertainment-type kids would be, you know, taken by Michael and, like, uh, abuse them, like, m- emotionally uh, and physically. I mean, the, the allegations were of the physical variety as well. But there was like a lot of mental and emotional abuse as well. I know I only saw like a bit of one of them, but that's that's all I needed to see at that point because I already know the stories are just not going to get any better. Oh, it was it was intense, and I kind of got some flashbacks in terms of like my experiences as a kid because. My parents used to enter me into some of, like, those beauty-type contests in certain places where I lived growing up. And I remember at one point we went to one of those. That's, like, the acting, like, uh, um, like platforms where they, like, try to find these kid actors to do, like, commercials and TV shows and stuff like that. And so I went and tested out well, and uh, I could have... Uh, had some potential in that, but my parents looked at it and they thought it was a little skeevy and it was kind of shady what the, the whole business was, which pretty much is. So they decided not to, uh, you know, move forward with uh, my, uh, um, I guess, kind of, you know, pursuing acting or anything like that. So it kind of ended at that point, but, um, you know, thinking back on it, like, man, I could have been potentially you know one of those kids who gets caught up in like these type of scenarios where i mean it was insane people got like us you know apparently like star crazy and they were just uh uh yeah man pretty much um doing whatever michael was was reportedly flying them out to like disneyland disney world and uh, letting their kids stay at Neverland Ranch, and it's just like, man, it's like, where were the parents and all that? And they were just, they were kind of duped as well. A lot of them don't really, I don't know, like from the from the the video that I saw, it didn't seem like they were. Some of them didn't seem that caught up about it. it just, they felt like it was like, uh, you know, cool things there. But like, I mean, your, your kids are getting molested and potentially, and that's just fucking sad, man. That messes them up, man. That would mess me up for sure. So another another unfortunate scenario there. But uh, let me see what else here. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if I have very much else to say. Um, I guess one thing. Thinking about going to Coachella this year. I've been really looking into it. Um, schedule might actually free up for it. It's been been a few years since I last gone. So. Yeah, man, that's my uh, that's my goal. 
just try to go at least one of the weekends because it's uh it's a pretty crazy event to be able to go to if you can afford it so we shall see um yeah man i'm gonna be uh whatchamacallit I'll be coming uh, to some more open mics, man. Follow me on Instagram. I've been posting a lot of those up there. I think uh, I'm going to start doing just some, like, uh, live streams of some of my sets, some of my short sets or whatever. Um, Coming up just to kind of see the progress, see my growth. I'm trying to keep myself to, to doing more and more. So I've got double digits so far. I think I said I wanted to do 50, so I guess I'm a... 20% 20% of the way there. Um, 15 a season, 15 a year, 52 in a year, something like that. Yeah, so 20% of the way there. Just got to keep keep on moving. I know we're about a quarter of the way there uh, through the through the year. Not quite, but so I'm a little behind pace, but I can definitely pick that up. So we'll see where it goes. Um, yeah, man, but follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, at Puro Caballero, like I mentioned. Uh, we can, uh, you can go ahead and subscribe and give us a rating or a like on Google Play, iTunes, Podcast. Uh, we are on Stitcher app. We are on TuneIn Radio as well. Um, and SoundCloud is the home base, so just... Give us some looks, give us some shout outs, and yeah, I guess we'll check in with you guys next time. We'll leave you with a little bit of music on the outro. This will be, yeah, we'll play this one Drip Too Hard by Little Baby and Gunna. All right, till next time. Adios. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drip, they set it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had to watch so I was too toned. Taking these drugs, I'm gonna be up until the morning. Then ain't your car, you just a Lisa, you don't own it. If I'm in the club, I got that fine when I'm performing. The back end just came in and all punters. Vibes get a little cute, shit, they all on us. I'm from Atlanta where young niggas run shit. I know they hating on me, but I don't read comments. Whenever I tell her to come, she comes. Whenever it's smoke, we ain't running. Drip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows, I've been on the road I don't care why I go, long as I get paid Bad little fight, she been on my mind Soon as I get back, she can stay Do this all the time, this ain't no surprise Every other night, another movie get made Drip too hard, don't stand too close, you gon' fuck around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows, I've been on the road I don't care why I go, long as I get paid she been on my mind Soon as I get back She can stay Do this all the time This ain't no surprise Every other night Another movie can make